So Liz is going through her feed, and she saw that there's a lot of people that don't change their sheets, but yet once a year? Once a year. There's sheets on their bed. The sheets they sleep on every single day. And I kind of was like, what in the world? They crispy by that point. Yeah, and then Ninja chimes in and said... I probably change mine or or clean them um, like every two months. Maybe. No, you, you did not say that. Oh, you talk about up. in college? Yes. yes. In college. Okay, so I pro- when I was in college, I don't think I washed them. Ever. Ever. Like I washed them moving in and then when I got home after I moved out. Oh, my grief. So yeah. four-year college mm-hmm. you spent in college. So she yes. washed her sheets Four times. They well, walk no, themselves home. Eight times. Semesters, you know. Semesters. Oh, so, yeah. okay, okay. I thought, like, when you moved into the dorm, day one. <laughs> no, the start of each semester. Then, That's what I thought, too. Right, but still. Move in in the fall. By summer, finally, they're washed. And semesters are what? Three, four months? Yes. Something yeah, like that. Okay, four so months. four, let's just say four months. <laughs> so now it's what? You're down to two once every two months? I, I try, but it's like I take a shower before bed, so I'm clean, so the bed's clean. Yeah. Your feet aren't clean. I, I wipe them off before I get in. Right. <laughs> Who wipes off their feet I before do. they go to bed? I, I actually you have do. Like, do you have like a, a, t- a little a bucket of water and soap? By your bed and you wash your feet. No, and like dry them off. Like I like you know how you put your hands together like this. I do that with my feet to like get the. Okay, you put your now, feet together. Now your hands are all dirty. <laughs> what was on your feet? No, my feet are together. The bottoms of my feet. Like your hands? I need video of this because this is wow. hilarious in my head. But you still can't get everything off your feet. Because I do the same thing. I'll brush my feet off just to make sure before I slide in. But I'm washing my sheets, I will say, about every week and a half, so two now weeks. Liz brushes off her feet before she goes to bed. Yeah. And now your hands I have do, yes. all your floor germs on it. I will As say you're that, going into bed. But I am washing my sheets a little more often than every couple of months. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, once a month for Ooh. Liz. Rob and Liz, his morning crew. I wonder if you saw this too, because Liz saw it immediately this morning on her feed. It's Rob and Liz, his morning crew on his radio. Happened to be how many times people wash their sheets, you know, their bedding. Right. And Liz said, what was it, once a year? There's a lot of people that do it only once a year? One time a year. Yeah, which is what Ninja does back in her college days. In the college days, not anymore. (laughs) She's adults really good. (laughs) Yeah, and now it's it's a little more often, right, Ninja? Yes. Trying to do, the goal is two months. Okay, that's the goal. All right, I got you. All right, but you do wipe off your feet. (laughs) I do. Before you get in. I shower, wipe the feet off. Yeah. So I'm clean, get into the bed, so the bed's clean. The floor's dirty, but that's another story. (laughs) So me and Mary, Mary texted in. We uh, clean our sheets about every week and a half to two weeks. Mary sent in a uh, green-faced emoji (laughs) about once a year. Changing once a year. Ryan's here at 800-447-7234. What do you say, Ryan? two weeks. I ask them if they ever vacuumed the house. How often do you vacuum your house? Oh, she threw it back Every at you. Week. Every week. Oh, yeah. Every week. I will say, I sweep my house twice a day and I, I still can't keep up with it, but twice a day and vacuum, yeah, I would say once or twice a week. 
Yeah, I vacuum, and both beds are um, sheets down, stripped, clean. And um, but I can't believe I could. I got the willies when y'all said that. How many years did you serve in the military? None. And you're None. doing this? That's good. Yes, my mom. My mom made me do it when I was young. <laughs> Let's do it. Robin Liz, his morning crew. If you know anybody who loves the Twix bars, oh, they're going to like this. It's Robin Liz, his morning crew on his radio, because Twix is now coming out with a new flavor, and they're going to do free samples for the new flavor. But I don't know that everybody's going to like this one, because I don't like this flavor at all. It's cookie dough. What's wrong with cookie dough? I can't stand cookie dough. There's something wrong. No. You, You had something traumatic happen when you tried cookie dough. No, not at all, other than it's See? It's gross. <laughs> That's traumatic right there, if you ask me. So it's like a cookie dough Twix bar now, Yeah, right? I think it has caramel on it, and then it has the... Uh... <laughs> See? I'm out. I mean, who's more right in this, right? Because I think is. everybody but you likes caramel. Rob is. So <sighs> I think it's like Tuesday. You can sign up for a free sample thing. They'll mail it to you. Only a 1,000 people, though, can get the free sample. Oh, come on. And if you're into, That's I know, cheap. right? And is it fun size or is it full size? I need to know the fun parameters. Size, Thank you, size. Twix. Oh, fun size is a really tiny little, little teeny, bite, right? Because that's a sample. They don't oh, say they're going to send right. you the full. If you want the full one, though, if you do like cookie dough. There are bigger samples at Sam's and Costco. There are. Really? I mean, I you could Saturdays. go and you could you could eat a full lunch or dinner just by doing the samples at, at Sam's or Costco. Listen, if you time it right. I mean, you can, they'll give you really? a little cranberry juice sometimes or even a little coffee. Full course meal. And then you get fruit and then you get usually a, a mozzarella stick Sometimes or Publix will do that. Yeah. One of the grocery stores. Yeah. Usually around a holiday, the grocery stores will do it like Thanksgiving or Christmas. Mm, and you Oh, know. yeah, that's right. You get a full meal. I know. It's excellent. When, when do we get to go this I'm, afternoon? Yeah, I'm getting like hungry. <laughs> Robin Liz. His morning crew. Peyton is 10. His big sister is 22. They seem to be inseparable. They love each other. Peyton's sister has cancer, Mm. stomach cancer. It's stage four, and she is a fighter. She fought for so long that she decided personally, this is it. So she stopped the treatment. She's just tired. But she has a wish. She's like, you know, I know my days are numbered. I know I'm very young. I just want a trip with my family for one week. One week. The medical bills are so high, so there's no way that they can afford that. Here's what Peyton has done. Peyton has a lemonade stand. He's 10 years old. He's selling it for like 50 cents a cup. So far, now the family, the mom says, I think it's going to be $3,000. She wants to go to upstate New York, wants to spend the whole week. It's got to be, that sounds like that's not much money. Not really for that many people. For a whole week, Yeah. right? So he's raised so far with his lemonade stand, two hundred fifty bucks. So they're on their way. I want where I, w- I want to go buy some lemonade this morning from right? this kid. Right? Oh, Peyton! Oh my, that is touching my heart that he's doing this for his sister. He, that's a lot of love. Oh, and he yes. just wants to do something. He knows his sister. You know, there's not much time, and he wants to make it very special for her. Make the best of it. So he's doing the lemonade stand. Way to go, Peyton. And know this, we're praying for your big sister. Robin Liz, his morning crew. Here is a hack that this one lady has come up with, and she saved like $28,000 traveling because of this hack. It's Robin Liz, his morning crew on his radio, and here's all she does. 
she cat sits across the globe. It's amazing. She's done this in Australia at like 50 houses. She's now doing this here in our country, in the U.S., and she's saving like $28,000 because she goes around and she cat sits. Yeah. And so she does pay for part of her, I guess you would say, vacation. Um, she gets a pretty big tax refund every single year. And in so, Australia, yeah, where she lives, right? right? Yeah. And she just puts it straight in the bank. That's her travel fund. And then she looks for ads where they need a cat sitter or a house sitter. And then that's where she kind of plots out her vacation. Yeah, a couple of places that she looks is trusted house sitters, mind my house, house cares, Aussie house sitters, you know, those kind of things that are trusted and vetted. Vented people, and she's one of the vented cat sitters. And it's, so she goes and she house sits where there's cats, and she travels the globe doing this. It's wild and so genius. So when she got to America, she started in Seattle. She ended up along the way in Austin. She went to New York. So she has seen more of the country, I think, than even maybe I have. <laughs> and a lot of houses and a lot of cats. Yeah, but she said she only works 30 minutes a day. Cats don't need as much attention as dogs do, like that constant taking them out and doing the thing because you got the litter box and all. So 30 minutes a day and she gets paid and gets to travel the world. Now, she did say she spent $7,200 of her own money mm-hmm. to travel in the U.S., but she saved like twenty eight grand. Yeah, well, I mean, it's quite a ticket to get from Australia anywhere in this country. And so that's where the bulk of her money is being spent. But she gets free lodging, you know, probably free meals to a point or at least oh, snacks yeah. and that kind of Help thing. Help yourself so. to the fridge. Anybody have a dog I need to sit? Rob and Liz. His morning crew. 20 years ago, um, Fred decided he was going to do something for his family. He did not get to spend a lot of time with his three daughters. And, you know, I can just see him driving down the road. He sees a sign outside of a Chick-fil-A and it says, Daddy Daughter Night's coming up. And he's like, I'm going to do that. He's a police officer. And he, like I say, he works overnight so he doesn't get that night uh, time with his, with his kids. So they plan this. 20 years later, they're still going. 20 years. Years so she's late. in her 20s now. Yeah, all the kids, all three kids, there's uh, Teresa, Catherine, and Mary. Um, they've even, I think a couple of them are married with their own families now. Yeah. They still get together with dad and do daddy-daughter date nights. That's sweet. Even during the pandemic, they were like, okay, we got to figure out how this is going to work. So what they did, what dad did, he went to Chick-fil-A, he picked up the food through the drive-thru, and he went home and they had daddy-daughter date night in the house. <laughs> well, good for them. In so yeah. cool that they're not letting age break the tradition. There's that's still their dad. Mm-hmm. They're still his daughters. Why not do daddy daughter date night? Huh? I love that it. That gives me an idea. Robin Liz, his morning crew. Little neighborhood in Minnesota. They're getting up, getting ready for their day. The alarm clock goes off. They turn on the news. They're listening to the radio. They're putting on their makeup, checking their feed. All of a sudden, it's 7 o'clock, and the, the electric oh, no. goes out for 4,000 people. 4,000 people? Shuts down completely. The whole grid is off. What? People had no idea what went on until they learned about a fate of a squirrel. Oh, buddy. That knocked out the, the power. Actually, they can't find the squirrel. Oh, he escaped. I would hope so. He has a new hairdo, but he escaped. Yeah, right? Like, the hairdo's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> frizzed all out. Oh. Yeah, so mm, 
Now they have their power back, of course, because that was earlier in the week, but that was kind of wild. That tends to happen quite a bit, doesn't mm-hmm. it? It seems like more and more. Either that or you just hear about it more because of the feed. Maybe. On I, your phone. I feel like squirrels are very, very curious creatures because they're always getting into stuff. They're always getting into stuff. Gnawing on to things. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. don't. No. Look for acorns. Look for pecans. Not wires. Robin Liz. His morning crew. Something happened. There was a, a family that left you know, the house going to work and school for the day. And after they left, they had their dogs. Looks like a couple of golden retrievers left them at home. And, you know, I always wonder what our pets do while we're away. I feel like my dogs sleep all day long. I don't think it's the case. I think they're investigating constantly. These two dogs in this house did that. One of them went in the kitchen, started sniffing around. There's some milk bones on the table. Probably what he was sniffing out. He looks up on the stove. While he jumps kind of front paws on the stove, he turned it on. Oh, no. Really? Accidentally. Yeah. Happened to be some food left on the stove from the night before. I see where this is going. Where they had some grease. He walks away. Thankfully, he walks away about five minutes later or so. Fire. Fire in the kitchen. Because the stove is on. The stove is on. There's something on top of it. Catches on fire. Uh, Nobody was injured. Pets were rescued. Not a problem there. Um, But there was some damage to the home. I'm sure. Yeah. You know, the firefighters came out. They're like, how did this even start? But yeah, the dog accidentally. They must have security cams or something in the house. They do. They have video of the dog. The one is just sort of walking around like, doop-de-doop, what are you doing in there? This other one's checking out the food and doing the, the, well, what do you call it, the counter surfing. Yeah, exactly. Uh And I do believe that our pets do that while we're gone. They're up there like... Of course. Because there's crumbs, especially if my little Pomeranian Ace had longer legs, oh, he'd be going... In the pantry, like he'd be crawling, looking for food. Mm-hmm. He's constantly scouting. pouring himself some cereal, getting the milk out of the fridge. <laughs> Robin Liz, his morning crew. It was love at first sight when Neil and Lisa met, and when they got married about oh thirty years ago, Lisa said, "Let's live a simple life." Neil, Neil said, "Yeah." Let's do that. It's Robin Liz, his morning crew on his radio. So even today, they only make telephone calls from a landline, Mm. something that's connected to a cord in your house. Okay? In case you don't know what a landline (laughs) is. Didn't even think about that. Really, right? They have uh, cash only, so they only pay with cash. Uh, They have a black and white television, not color. Goodness. It's not a flat screen. So... They live like it's in the 30s. They even have a 1930 fridge. Yeah, and, and from the year 1930. Their car's like 100 years old. Like every part of their life or lives is 1930s. I wonder if they speak like that. You you know the old, if you've ever seen an old movie and throwbacks and the way they talk is very dramatic. Well, they awesome. they dress like they're in the yes, 30s. They do. So that's how they walk around. They have an old telephone from the 1930s. There's not a computer, but there's this thing that people used to use called a typewriter that you would type letters on paper. Oh my goodness. Though do they use whiteout when they make a mistake? I'm I don't know when that came out. I don't either. <laughs> The whiteout. I can't imagine living like the 1930s. She does all the dishes herself. She does, and I mean by hand, 
you know, not loading a dishwasher. She does all the laundry by hand. So I don't know if she goes out into the pond in the backyard and and the old washer thing yet. You know, I'd never the use the washboard. One. The washboard. I know what I you're talking the about. Yeah. yeah. And when we say washboard, we think of abs now. No, that's not what she's using. Robin Liz, his morning crew. Google Maps. It's a cool thing that they have now have a function where you can find fresh air instead of all the polluted <sighs> stuff. Okay, I thought so, you were going to go to like one of those oxygen places. No. Okay. No. okay Although, gotcha. I've never been to one. I haven't either. I've seen them and I'm like very interested, but I don't want to pay a premium for that. So, so I, don't I don't know if you know anything about Google Maps, but there's this little function that you see on your screen that looks like a, a bunch of paper laying on each other. That's weird. That's called layers. And so if you push on that and then tap on air quality, it will let you know where there's the best air quality. And okay. so, say you're going to New York City, it's going to be bad air quality. I was you know? going to say, oh, good luck with that. But if you go out to Wyoming or something like that, it'll <sighs> tell you how the air quality is going to be. So, they're just trying to get you to places where there is fresh air. Why is it when you say Wyoming, and I think I, I automatically feel like I can smell crisp, clean air? I don't know. I've never been, so I, I don't know either. what it smells like. But I feel like every, like, all I can see is just mountains and just. Colorado. Oh, same, same thing. thing? Yeah. Yes. Have you been? No. Okay, see? Never been out west. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Farthest west, maybe Mississippi. That's it? Ma- Memphis. She maybe needs Memphis to expand her horizons and then look for the best air quality on Google Maps. <laughs>